Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. We record this on Friday night, 47 minutes before the final of Traitors starts, so this could be the shortest ever podcast on this show. Uh, with me this week, I have got Emma. Bonjour, ça va? I like the Traitors. I haven't seen the British version, but I've seen the American version and the Australian version, and that show is chaos. It is. It's the final tonight of the uh, British version, so I, I, okay. I quite like it. Um, I watched the first two episodes of season one today. Okay. Uh, of the British version, and I love Claudia. She's amazing. She's brilliant, isn't she? Um, and I hope it just devolves into some really serious mental health problems for some people. Do you know who she reminds me of? Uh-huh. Um, oh, sorry, hello, Jessie, as well. How are you? I'm fine. I, this is fascinating to me because everyone keeps recommending Traitors. Okay. And I, 11-year-old me, did want to marry Alan Cumming, so I know I do have to watch it, but I don't know anything about it. So this is very helpful. Can I okay. tell you that his outfits are fabulous? Oh. It's the highest of camp, and I love it. I love it so much. So, and Alan, if you're listening, I will still marry you. Imagine Claudia. Mm-hmm. And what I want you to also imagine is, have you seen, you've obviously seen Ghost, have you, the film? Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Patrick Swayze? No. Do you remember the man she doesn't on? Remind me of Wolf no. Do you remember the man on the underground that taught Patrick Swayze how to touch things? That ghost. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Uh huh. Right. Imagine a balding Claudia Winkleman. <laughs> oh God, Chris. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, watch Traitors next, and then stick Ghost on, and then you will see. <laughs> I just, I think she's fabulous. Her she is. Her immaculate. She her is incredible. bangs are scary. But what, and who is she? That. Who does she belong to? She's the presenter of British um, Traitors, and she's on TV an awful lot over oh, here. Well, but... so do you not have Alan Cumming? I'm sorry? No, like, Australia has someone else, too. Who's oh. Alan Cumming? Is that, a, is that a verb, or...? Did you just say, who's Alan Cumming? Oh. Yes. Do you really leave. not know? No. Oh Sorry, is gosh, it co- award winner for cabaret is it coming uh, or cummings circle of friends uh he was in uh four weddings and a funeral i've not seen no. that but i'm kind of hooked on his surname that oh he was in that james bond movie i don't watch james bond films i don't either he although four weddings and a funeral i love but he what hold on i'm googling what you would know him from give me I, a second i'm kind of that was him but it's not him is it sorry i'm still stuck no. on his surname um he was in a TV show uh, in oh, America oh, oh, where he was like oh, a gay detective. Oh, him. Oh, right. Okay. I, re- I recognize him, but only from a TV show over here called Portrait Artist of the Year. And someone won a prize. And the prize was to paint him in New York. Not paint him, but do a portrait of him. 
He's spectacular. Okay. He's incredible. You didn't tell me there was an and S on the end of the, his surname. The cast of the, the cast of the American um, Traders has like Real Housewives and stuff. It's got uh, John Burko in as well, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, the second season does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is my question. Like... I don't know who any of the people on it are. Can no, I still watch it? Okay, so we're still cool to, to watch it and be excited about it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Right. Well. Okay, so what do we do here? For the, we're going to talk, talk about we're going to talk about the Afcon Asian Cup. We're going to talk about uh, the uh, various other bits and bobs of news, leagues, transfers. But first of all, I feel I should be stood up for this one. In fact, I will stand up for this. So he's announced today. Jurgen Klopp has announced today. Thankfully, before we recorded, which is always a bonus, uh, that um, he's going to step down at the end of the season from his role as Liverpool manager. <laughs> Hey, Chris. Yes? Do you want to talk a little bit about your feelings? No. Yeah. What? <laughs> this is a safe space. Talk about my feelings. share your favorite Jurgen Klopp memory? I'm sorry. Talk about my feelings? Do you, do you want to share your favorite your favorite Klopp memory? Actually, that's mm -hmm. fine. I can talk about my feelings because you're both women, not other men. So, yes, of course I can talk about my True. feelings. And everybody knows that that's, it's fine. <laughs> I don't have feelings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I won't tell anyone. Uh, my favourite Jurgen Klopp memory. I is it just his happy smiley face? Emma, you're mm. not going to like me, but guess what? My yeah. favourite Jurgen Klopp memory is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really well. I, I've got to be honest. My favourite Jurgen Klopp memory. That's actually probably my favourite Divock Origi memory. Whether that is yeah, my, they're almost, not the same. Yeah, they're probably yeah. a bit different. I think um, um, maybe he, maybe the, maybe the game afterwards is my favourite Jurgen Klopp memory. Do you want to talk about your feelings? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to bring it back round to Jürgen Klopp, he's announced he's going at the end of the season. His backroom staff are going too, which is quite oh, a... Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, wow. so that's quite a, a significant okay. thing as well. Um Cleaning house, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, so they're all going as well. So I've written new manager, question mark, Deserby Alonso, question mark. I think Deserby would be great for you guys. Yeah, we need we, we need a nice calm character, don't we? From but I want Alonso for Barcelona, so I think Deserby would be great for you guys. I can't see Alonso at Barcelona given his I, connections but... at Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, and okay, Liverpool. I think you've got. Klopp. Would you? Oh, a, like a straight swap. Because you spent the last five years on here slagging him off and hating him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I hate a lot of stuff. Well, you hate a lot of Barcelona managers, don't you, historically? I so. Do, yeah. So this would not be unusual for me. No, that's true. That's and as true. long as I didn't have to like spend too long looking at him and his antics, I think I'd be okay. Well, where is your seat in the Camp Nou? Is it usually... Oh, I don't even know if my seat's going to exist anymore because... They knocked it down. Okay, so where was it? Was it facing the dugouts? No, it was behind the dugouts. So you don't even have to. You don't even have to look at the back of his head. Yeah, but he moves around a lot, and it's irritating. Uh, I mean, he moves around a lot. Yes, irritating. Well, not for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <It is irritating. laughs> he says he's running out of energy, which I mean, you know, I, I can, mm. I can. Um, feel as well but yeah he's like a 50 year old man right i mean 
He's 56. We looked it up today. Okay. He's been, and he's been like constantly managing for the last like 25 years or whatever. He had a break from Dortmund. He had, he had a break from Dortmund, didn't he? But I understand what you mean. Yeah, but it's not like he's not like one of those passive like sit down the whole time on the sidelines. Like when he is coaching, he is jumping and moving and yelling. Yeah, he's living it. Football managing is a twenty-four yeah. hour job, isn't it? Because I mean, if if you're not managing, then you're doing a training ground, and I bet there's loads and loads of extra work you have to do, going to charity events or schools or other things, and plus there's the travelling to away games, European games. I, th- I, I it, you must hardly ever see your family. I can understand he wants a break. Yeah, I get it, but I swear, if he does turn up at another club immediately, I will laugh so much. <laughs> Wait, what would be the funniest club for him to go to? Just for Everton. Just for... Oh. <laughs> Everton. <gasps> Manchester United. I mean, he doesn't have to move house, does he? Yeah, it'd be Manchester United. That would be the funniest. Just objectively. <laughs> and then you did a swap, and then you got Ten Hag. Uh. Uh, <laughs> imagine. And he brought, like, Anthony with him. Oh, God. So no. good. And Mason Greenwood. <laughs> oh, all you want right there. <laughs> then I'm getting Darwin out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, are, are they the only two replacements we can kind of think of, or is there anybody else off the top of your um, your heads you can think? <laughs> only cool. Um, what about Nagelsmann? Well, apparently his oh. contract is only till the end of the Euros. There you go. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be averse to that. I mean, if he's running out of energy, then surely managing a national team is ideal for him. We take we spoke about this earlier on, didn't we, Emma? Yeah. I, but I don't see Klopp as an international manager. He's too. He's. I don't know. He looks. He lives it, and I think he's like. I think he's better, like being involved with it, like twenty four seven. Whereas someone like Mourinho, like... Mourinho yeah. would be great internationally mm. because I don't think he cares. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Klopp that's a want to like come second, and when you're managing internationally, I think there's always that like push pull between your players clubs team and i don't see him standing for like a team not letting one of his players go yeah like him and Mourinho have very different energies yeah <laughs> you can see Mourinho setting a portuguese side up to win a tournament you know sort of six games don't play particularly openly and win one nil and yeah get to the final and win yeah you can kind of see that but i understand what you're saying about Klopp and the fact that he needs to be involved all that more um, Chris, what yeah. if you got Klingsman? Uh, I think he, that's passed him by. He he was one of the favourites that would take over before Klopp came along. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was on the, the short. I don't know, but he was on the shortlist before. In fact, he was, when Rafa was still in charge, the owners then, um, before these uh, Hicks and Gillette, they were speaking to Jürgen Klinsman on the slide to see about him taking over from Rafa. Klinsman is managing... South Korea at the moment, so I think his trajectory is, with all due respect to South Korea, uh, is not going hey, perhaps the way he wanted. South Korea, they're pretty good. Thank they are pretty good, but is it a step up from managing Bayern Munich? Yes. Is it? Yes. <laughs> is it Emma? <laughs> he gets to manage Son. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there you go. He gets to have less time to react in the event of a nuclear war because he's a bit closer to the north. <laughs> I don't think he has to live in Korea. Just and that's the FYI. other thing about managing a national team is you can mostly live at home or wherever you want. That's yeah, true. I think, 
I think Jurgen Klinsmann probably still lives in California. Like, I, you know, I'm not 100% on that, but I think he probably does. Okay. So there's three people. There's Deserby, Alonso, and Nagelsmann. Is Thomas Tuchel going to be a bit twitchy? <laughs> he's got a job. He has, but he's not doing as great as people expect him to be in that job. Neither is Xavi. Do you want him? Xavi? Hmm. Uh, no, sorry. I th- Sorry. I was... Um, <laughs> I'd got my XABIs and XAVIs confused then. Sorry, I was I, I misheard you. <laughs> no, Alonso's doing great. Yes, I thought you were being a bit harsh on the man then. <laughs> no, he's doing fabulous. No, <laughs> not him. Fair enough. As I did say earlier on, I mean, Chappie Alonso managing Liverpool would probably mean my wife would start watching football a bit more. Uh, I might enjoy your team. <laughs> <laughs> Are these people who you expect or people who you want? Because to me, like, Thomas Tuchel is never really had the the background of, like, winning over the players of the dressing room. And I think that's one thing, not to say nice things about mm. your team, but, like, one thing is, that Klopp is really known for is that sense of, like, you know, togetherness and camaraderie. And he's always, like, smacking his players on the back and... So, and these are baby like these are players who need a little bit of cuddling and protection. So, do you want like, yeah, um, like a German scarecrow to come in? <laughs> no, I agree with you because I think very soon there's going to be. We've already seen it last summer. There's going to be quite the rebuilding job. Mo Salah nearly went last summer. I can see him going this summer. Um, then there is also Virgil van Dijk isn't getting any younger Alisson's over 30 uh, Thiago's going in the summer Andy Robertson of course isn't getting any younger as well so there is a bit of a rebuilding job on the horizon and there is a really good crop of young players coming through so we do need um, an awful lot of positivity within the camp to bring these to, to accept the fact that these young players when they get a go are going to make a mistake uh, Jarrod Kwanzaa and Conor Bradley have done fantastic since they've come in um, Liverpool needed to see the game out the other day uh, to get to the um, EFL Cup final and Klopp was quite happy to send on Bobby Clark as well uh, a young guy to see the game through so he, he trusts these young players and you want someone that's going to do the same there as well so I see what you're saying about Tuchel he could be a bit mm. prickly in that respect so yeah you know, you know how we, I mean we meaning like the large hopefully the larger community know more about like significant and legitimate mental health needs and concerns and you want somebody who's gonna like be aware of that and support that mm-hmm. rather than telling somebody to just like I don't know suck it up and eat sauerkraut or whatever the, the <laughs> saying is no you're you know right who might be a good choice mm-hmm. uh, Luis Enrique oh okay Ooh. I don't know how well he's doing at PSG even if he's still there <laughs> I mean, um, they're about eight he might points be an clear. Interesting choice for you guys. Yeah, I hadn't considered him to be honest. Uh, that's a good point. I was thinking Gallardo again because he seems to have dropped off a cliff. Everybody I think. Sees him every I know. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I think the good thing about Klopp getting Liverpool to where he is, I think rather than I felt kind of lucky when we got Klopp last time. It felt a perfect fit. Uh, a natural fit but at the same time given where Liverpool were uh, and the season they were having and just had I felt grateful to be having someone as good as him join the club whereas this time mm-hmm. I kind of expect us to get somebody as good as that 
which is um, which is quite a nice position to be in. I wonder if this all explains why Liverpool are at the top of the league because they're playing well for him in his final season. Well, apparently, mm. he he said this to people. I think at least boardroom level back in November. Okay, so that I mean, he would not have he would have told his players, right? I mean, mm. he might not have been allowed to. Do you think? It's, it's someone did comment on Twitter today that in the, this world of social media in which we live, the fact that he told them in November and it's been kept this quiet ever since, and it became such a huge surprise. It's that in itself was um, a surprise. The fact that it's That's not been impressive. Yeah, it's not been leaked at all. Um, somebody did tweet said, um, "This is how the rest of the country must have felt when the Queen died." <laughs> oh, I don't know. Was she dead for three months before? The- <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, well, look, uh, Jürgen's final game before announcing this was the um, EFL Cup semi-final against Fulham. Um, so uh, it was Liverpool go through 3-2 in aggregate, 1-1 draw on the night. Who saw the um, the uh, Klu Klux Klan fans at um, uh, Craven Cottage? I did see a picture of that. Yeah. Oh. Someone did say is that Liverpool's um, was that a tribute by Liverpool because it was the anniversary of Luis Suarez signing for them. Hey now, <laughs> no, don't don't. I won't even I won't tolerate shit being talked about that man. What about the shit that came and out of his also, mouth? Let's not let's not give no. him any credit at all for anything. <laughs> he he's misunderstood. Is he? <laughs> I don't. Okay. Yes, I was. I was. I wasn't happy with the, the club sort of acknowledging the uh, the anniversary, but that tweet did make me laugh that that person said. <laughs> it feels a weird thing to remember. Yeah. Um. So Liverpool are going to play Chelsea in the final. Chelsea, the biggest sports sports of the week, by beating uh, Middlesbrough six one. Um. Going through six <laughs> two in aggregate. How dare they? I know. I know. Um. But this is kind of what Chelsea do. Chelsea have kind of got to the final very much underneath the radar with a team that everyone's been laughing at all season. And, and there they are. They're doing all yeah, right. and they'll lose the cup final. Do it for Jürgen. Because they're the, still the same team that everybody thinks suck. <laughs> I, did tw- I did tweet today that uh, back in 2016 when Liverpool announced that Steven Gerrard was leaving at the end of the season, every time Liverpool played on Sky TV, it was like, he died or something and there was this huge <laughs> funeral sort of tribute going on um, I did tweet you've seen nothing compared to the next few months <laughs> for Jürgen leaving it's going to be um, it's going to be everywhere isn't it I need I need Pep to get his shit together so Manchester City win the league I just, I, I'm going to need that to happen I mean they are It's. well I'd like to think so but why no can we give it to someone else I'm not even asking for Spurs can it be like ugh, can we give it to like Truro City. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. I'd be happy with that. That's a that's a feel good story. They don't have their own ground. They can't even play in Cornwall at the moment. Um, for them to win the yeah. Premier League would be magnificent. They should Great. be Premier League champions. Yeah. It can interview them on the pod. Well, does anyone remember the film King Ralph with John Goodman? Everyone in the royal family were having their photo taken one day and due to an electrical complication, everyone in the royal family was electrocuted and died and they had to go back and go through all the family trees of everybody to try and find the rightful king of Britain. And it was this Texan sort of um, bum 
John Good, uh, played by John Goodman, who suddenly became sort of king out of nowhere. If everyone's got all these financial charges against them, maybe you go all the way down and find the only team without anything against them, and it might be Truro City. I love that. Let's make that movie. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Um, it's got Netflix written all over. <laughs> That's a very niche Netflix documentary about Truro City. Mm. That'd be lovely. Um, right, okay, so AFCON. Uh, group stages are over. So, um, Algeria and Tunisia both finished bottom of their group. They're both out. Uh, so, Mauritania beat Algeria 1-0. It's their second consecutive group stage exit for uh, Algeria. Um, defender uh, Yali Dalahi scored for Mauritania to, as they won 1-0. Um, Hossimawa started for Algeria, but weirdly, Mares, Faguli, Slimani and Bentleb are all subs. So, not entirely sure what happened there. Uh, South Africa drew 0-0 with Tunisia, so Tunisia go out as well. Um, Senegal are the only team to get nine points, so to win all three of their games. Uh, so, they're looking pretty strong. Um, Ghana are out after a pretty crazy 2-2 draw versus Mozambique. That was a huge amount of fun. Uh, and Egypt go through courtesy of um, uh, some sort of uh, um, last-minute goal. Uh, they, they got a 2-2 draw against Cape Verde. So Ivory Coast, as hosts go through, it looked like they weren't going to go through for a little while. They lost 4-0 to Equatorial Guinea. Um, looked like they weren't going to go through, so they sacked their manager, Jean-Louis Gasso. Um, and when they did go through, they realised they went through, they thought, what are we going to do now? We need a manager. So they approached the French women's team to see if they can borrow um, uh, Renard on loan, uh, if he's also not doing any uh, Jamie Lannister lookalike gigs. Um, so Ivory Coast hosts have gone through. Uh, Guinea, um, Mauritania and Namibia all gone through as the third best teams. Um, and so the fixtures coming up uh, the next few days, the round of 16, it is... Um, Angola versus uh, Namibia, Nigeria, Cameroon, Equatorial Guinea. Oh, it's a Guinea derby. Equatorial Guinea versus Guinea. I, they're not quite near each other, but I wonder if that is that, is that a derby? <laughs> then it's not really a derby, is no, it? No, that's true. <laughs> Egypt versus Dr. Congo, uh, Cape Verde versus Mauritania, Senegal versus Ivory Coast. So Ivory Coast, as the host nation, sort of accidentally qualifying. I think they're going to come up against the Senegalese juggernaut. Um, Mali versus Burkina Faso, and Morocco versus South Africa. Um... What do we reckon I, to this, guys? I read something about Morocco might get kicked out because they did racism. What? Against somebody. Oh, what happened? Is that a thing? Doing I mean, a racism, I mean, is thing, it? But I've read so much about about the doing of racism, and I somehow didn't see that one. Yeah. I don't know who they were being racist against, but there was some sort of racist thing involving Morocco. You know oh. what? If, they, if it happened and they get kicked out, good because there needs to be a better punishment than just like the players are walking off the pitch or you yeah. get a fine of 12 euros like it should absolutely be you're done yeah one of the uefa guys or the fifa guy said something that there should be a harsher punishment and i was like i don't want to agree with this man but he's right <laughs> yeah well sometimes you sometimes the worst people are right Udinese banned four fans for life and I've been ordered to play a game behind closed doors after the um, racist abuse of Mike Mannion last week. Um, yeah, but that's nothing, is it? Like, right. they should just get points taken away from them. Yes! Get relegated. And get, like, legit points taken away that yeah. make a difference. Like, something that's meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree entirely with you. Um, Asian Cup. Uh, South Korea 3, Malaysia 3. Uh, a 94th minute Song Hyo Min penalty uh, put South Korea 
3-2 up. Only for a uh, Roma Morales equaliser in the um, 15th minute of injury time. Uh, which is always um, <laughs> fabulous fun. Bit of 15 minutes of injury time. I don't know. Minutes. Did someone die? I saw a game a couple of years ago. I think it must have been the Arab Cup. And there was like 19 minutes of injury time. I don't know where it came from, but it was tremendous. That's fun. crazy. Uh, Seriba India 1-0. Omar uh, Krabin scored in the 76th minute. Um, I don't know where anyone saw this afterwards, but Hector Cooper and his translator were crying in the post-match interview, which was nice. I don't know how good the story Syria is. I because know Hector Cooper was still alive. I didn't until I saw this, yeah. As far as I was concerned, he was the manager of Valencia, then Inter, and then he fell off a cliff. I think he's... I really did not know if he still lived... He's manager of Egypt, I think, for a little bit, but yeah, I don't know how good a story this um, this Syria tale is because obviously with their uh, president, I don't know if this is some sort of puppet for him or not. So I'm reserving Probably. judgment. Yes, I know I'm reserving judgment on that. Um, Palestine qualified after beating Hong Kong three uh, nil. So um, Iraq, Iran, and Qatar all scored maximum points in the group stages, so they go through to the next round. So. Um, Fixtures for the next round starts on uh, Sunday. So, uh, Australia, Indonesia, Tajikistan, uh, UAE. Then it's Iraq, Jordan, Qatar versus Palestine, Uzbekistan, Thailand, Saudi Arabia, South Korea, Bahrain, Japan, and Iran versus Syria. Um, Iran looked pretty good. And, of course, they got Mediterranean. So, of course, they will look good. <laughs> Has anyone seen any of those games at all? You just listed so many matches. I Sorry. did see a few. Go on, what, did, what, did, what did you see? Uh, uh, oh, I saw Thailand. That match was bonkers in the best way. Okay, what happened there? So much fun. Mm -hmm. um, it was Thailand, Saudi Arabia. Everybody expected Saudi Arabia to win. The Thailand keeper on his debut for the team blocked a penalty. Mm -hmm. And then there were like a thousand offside calls, bar calls for goals. It was it's very exciting as a neutral. I was going to say, lots of people do talk about the AFCON uh, being good fun, but the Asian Cup's always been... This has been quite good for the last few weeks, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, what else have we got in other fixtures? So, but other bits and bobs of news. Oh, Jesse, there was an Agui derby, wasn't there? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was. Move uh, on. No, I watched highlights of this. Um... Jesse, so Uruguay under 23s uh, lost 4-3 to Paraguay under 23s. Uruguay were 2-0 up and 3-1 up. Um, first of all, is there such a thing as an Aguay derby? Second, yeah. what happened to the Uruguay under 23s? Why would that be a thing? Well, they're both in Aguay. <laughs> Great, yeah. I don't know. Um, but hang on, didn't Paraguay and Uruguay go to war a long time ago? Yeah. Yes. I seem to remember that one of the countries lost a huge amount of their male population and it had a huge effect on their birth rates or something for a long time afterwards. Now I don't know, but in Uruguay's original national anthem and our current national anthem starts with my country or death. Oh, okay. Is that the only choice you have? <laughs> yes, and my, the original national anthem was deemed uh, like too violent because it basically said... Fuck Brazil. Fuck Argentina. <laughs> fuck Paraguay. This is why I like Uruguay. Really? You have to stand you have to stand you have to stand under a flag salute and sing that, do you? Patriotism or death. Patria la tumba. Yep. That's the beginning. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. So okay, so it is the Aguay Derby a thing then, or am I 
No. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, first of all, watching these babies is so cute because they are legitimate children. They are, aren't they? Um, we have some really exciting players. Honestly, these, you know, one of our players had a hat trick um, before 40 minutes were up. He's great. Um, Marcelo Bielsa somehow magically conjures and I like does does his ice chest just appear with him at all times? <laughs> Did he understand. bring it with him to watch the under twenty three? Yeah. It's Amazing. wacky. But our little baby seventeen year old child goalkeeper just lost the plot too many times. Um, there was that one goal, wasn't there, from the edge of the area where the Paraguay player just sort of curled it around the keeper from a really really tight angle that yeah. was um that was a really good I think it's probably a little bit bad blaming the keeper for that but I think three of the of the goals were his fault but he's a child hmm and uh, the winner was a very nice back heel though wasn't it from about 10 yards out no I no stop no okay the winner was a back heel from 10 yards out I'll take the words lovely and nice out shall I Okay. Uh, well, look, Jesse, sticking with um, your side of the pond, the CONCACAF first round of World Cup qualifiers have been drawn. Did you know this? Yes. Okay. And it's good. It is. This is my favourite part. You know, you have all the pre-qualifiers and things. Oh, yeah. And so, like, Belize, Clay, Curacao. Yes. Yeah. It's fantastic. So listen to this. So Group A, Honduras, Antigua and Barbuda, Cuba, Bermuda, Cayman Islands. Group B, Costa Rica, Trinidad and Tobago, St. Kitts and Nevis, Grenada, Bahamas. Group C, Haiti, Curacao, St. Lucia, Barbados, Aruba. Group D, Panama, Nicaragua, Guyana, Montserrat, Belize. Group E, Jamaica, Guatemala, uh, the Dominican Republic. Um, oh, and Dominica. That's like the, um, the Equatorial Guinea Guineas. Uh, and then the winner of the playoff between the British sure. Virgin... Oh, look, and another one. The playoff, the, the last person, um, the last team going to go in will be the winner of the playoff between the British Virgin Islands and the US Virgin Islands. So a Virgin Islands derby. Yeah, but okay. So some questions. First of all, shouldn't the British Virgin Islands play in the newly acquired, since you Brexited, <laughs> British qualifiers, which is like you and all your little baby colonies, but number two, for real, not – I don't want to discount any of those teams and their incredible lack of funding and, you know, infrastructure and all those things. But this is why. When the United States is like, we're the best in the world, we win all our whatever, which they don't, look who you're winning against, friends. Exactly. Like, you're beating Haiti, who have not had a national stadium in, like, over a decade. <coughs> Shut up. No, I'm sorry. I was, I was coughing. Sorry. <laughs> Not you. I didn't mean you. I meant oh, all sorry. the U.S. national teams fan who, like, you know, freak out. Come on. Uh, well, I haven't finished with the group, so it's El Salvador. So I, I, I would like points, please, to not make him Virgin Island jokes. Thank you very much. Uh, Good job. Final one. Group F, El Salvador, Suriname, Puerto Rico, San Vincent and, Gr and the Grenadines, and then the winner of the playoff between the Kirks and Caicos and Anguilla. Jesse, as a lady of South American heritage, why am I reading out in the CONCACAF uh, groups? Why am I reading out Suriname and Guyana? Yeah, I never know. I have no idea. It's a really good question. I'm guessing it's because they have Caribbean coast. But so does Venezuela. True. Yeah, no, it would never make sense. <laughs> no. That was the only thing I got. Yeah. Like, I don't, 
Well, I mean, Guyana, they play cricket and it's very sort of looking towards the Caribbean, I think. And French Guyana is still part of France, isn't it? Yeah, but again, um, uh, Virgin Islands are still part of Britain and they're playing in their sort of geographic location. Yeah. Did you know... Did you know that France's longest land border is with Brazil? France's longest land border is with Brazil. No, I heard you. I just didn't understand. Because French Guyana is part (laughs) of France, isn't it? Is it still French Guyana? It is. They're not an independent nation? No. I think Guyana is an independent nation. Guyana is. Apparently, they pronounce Guyana, so our, our apologies if we're doing it wrong. Yeah. Someone did do um, an article on um, Surinamese football and if they could call upon their diaspora, what kind of football team would they have? And it would be pretty good. I love when that happens, when people put those charts out. I think that's so fascinating. Yeah, so, you know, Clarence Seedorf, I think, uh, Patrick Cliver, people like that all qualified to play. I think Jimmy Ford has to back too. All qualified to play for Suriname. So, yeah, they could have a pretty good team back in the day if they... Um, if they uh, had so decided, or so decided, so had the players decided. Um, other news, Joel Linton um, may have played, oh, Joel Wellington, isn't it? I, I heard, as from a Portuguese speaker. Uh, may I have what they say it in the Brazilian matches. Joel, Joel Linton. Joel Linton. Uh, That's my really shitty Brazilian accent. <laughs> he may have played his last game for Newcastle. Uh, he's out of contract in May next year, but he's injured till uh, May of this year, so... Newcastle has said they may have to comply with FFP rules and they may have to sell him. They may have to. Yeah, they may they have may to. They may have to. <laughs> well, apparently Those selling... just suggestions in football? Yeah, yeah the guidelines. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the FA are opening an investigation into the death of Maddie Cusack. Uh, she was the young lady really? who... Yeah, she was the young lady who died um, while playing for uh, Sheffield United. The family have written to Sheffield United regarding behaviour of the ladies manager Jonathan Morgan Sheffield United launched a third party investigation uh, and found no evidence of wrongdoing however there was an article a couple of weeks ago in the athletic talk about how flawed that investigation was and yeah this... i read that article how angry did you get yeah real angry like she left her previous club because he was the manager there yeah and took a dislike to her for some reason and then she ends up dead and i don't i I don't think that you can there's no connection between these things well he just seemed allegedly uh, sorry lawyers (laughs) he he just seemed sort of unreasonably belligerent just without reason didn't he yeah he just seems like an asshole yeah Yeah. (laughs) but like they didn't they didn't interview most of the people that yeah that they should have interviewed like they did not interview any like anybody who would have actual information. Yeah. Yes. And it's really like the most half-assed review of a situation I've ever seen. And they can hide behind that, saying, "Oh, it was third party." Yeah, yeah. And and but they paid someone to do it. Mm. Like you're paying for that outcome, right? Yes. Which and means you can set the the scope of what they investigate. Exactly. Yes. And they obviously did. Yeah, exactly. So with any luck, this one might be, uh, be turning up a bit more. I mean, if their parents aren't happy, the parents must have seen how she was going and why she was going the way she was going. And I can imagine they feel a bit voiceless in this whole thing. There's no smoke without fire, right? 
No. Um, right, in uh, more trite news gossip, uh, give me a yay or an A on this. So Callum Wilson to Chelsea, Arsenal and Manchester United. Can anyone see this happening? I thought uh, Atletico Madrid were in for him too. Something. Oh, are they? <laughs> I read that somewhere. Oh, okay. That and I was be... like, come on. But then <laughs> they were trying to buy someone from Celtic, someone from somewhere else. And I was like, why? Is Why? Because <laughs> they're not in front and they don't know what to do. I guess. Yeah. Well, if you want crazy transfer rumours, I've got that for you. Uh, Vinicius Junior to Manchester United. <laughs> <That's> I what... <laughs> also. Okay, but I also saw him going. And again, I don't believe in any of the rumours, but I saw him going to um, Manchester United, Bayern, PSG, and I. Maybe Bar- some some like bat shittery on the list. I mean, he'd cost a gazillion pounds for starters, wouldn't he? Oh, Emma Woody? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what his bio clause is. I mean, would he would he clip the name off? Do you think? Again, it depends on his bio clause, I guess. Um, but I don't see Madrid selling him. Why would they do that? No, they don't need. The they don't need. Yeah, yeah, they don't need to comply with the FFP. Um, would they need to get rid of him to bring in Kylian Mbappe, both for competition of places next season to avoid arguments yeah. there, and also any kind of. FFP thing. I don't think they care about that because they've never done before. Mm. Um, I don't think they know. I think why couldn't they play together? Uh, I'm trying to think if they compete for positions. I think does Mbappe come off the left a little bit? Where does Vinny play? I don't. I think they'd be okay together. I think. Yeah. But uh, I don't want them to be together. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> I do only want good things for Vinicius Jr. I do like him an awful lot. Uh, yes. I think some of the abuse that he suffers is extraordinarily bad. Yes. So I I, uh, I don't want good things for him, but I don't think that's <laughs> happened to him. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, some transfers that have happened this week. Leander Dengonka has gone to Napoli on loan. Um, Calvin Phillips has gone to West Ham on loan. Claudia Echeverri has gone from River Plate to Manchester City for £12.5 million, and that'll be next uh, January he goes. Um, Jesse, do you know anything about him? I do not. Okay. I just thought, you know, you're from down that way. You're right. Yeah, I should, I should, know, I should know all of my neighbors and friends and family. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, she, knows, she knows all about those Argentinian guys. I mean, there's only there's only three million Uruguayans to get to know, so surely you've got enough room left over to get to know the other neighbors. I mean, I am related to most of them, but yeah, then we don't... We, I try very hard not to look across the river. <laughs> uh, Emmanuel Dennis has gone from Nottingham Forest to Watford on loan, and Michael Oberfemi has gone from Burnley to Millwall on loan. Okay, so... Um, Women's Champions League. There's some games this week. Barcelona are top on Group A. They seem ridiculous. Yeah, yeah ridiculously back to their best. They beat um, Eintracht Frankfurt 2 0. So after five games, they've got a plus 22 goal difference. They've conceded one, scored 23. And they're seven points clear of Benfica back in second place. So, um, mm-hmm. Emma, wax lyrical about Barcelona ladies. <laughs> they are. Is um, Alexis Pachelis back from her injury? No, she's still injured. Is she? So how far away is she? So they're doing all this without her and Jenny. Well, Jenny hasn't played for us for like three years. <laughs> oh, is she? Okay. <laughs> because they're doing all this without Alexis, then. <laughs> but I appreciate that. And she was very brave um, talking about her sexuality in public, which was great. And the oh, judge said that Rubiales should... Um, 
go to trial. So yes, I love that so much. What did she, what did she say? I was really happy with our legal system for once. What did she say? Uh, she talked about the fact that she's gay. Okay. And that's like, I don't know. She she's never really addressed it before, and I think that was a really uh, a really good thing for her to do. Um, you know, I spoke to you the other week about things that ra- that pop up in my search bar on Instagram. Yes. So after I watch the FIFA documentary on the Juarez ladies team, I get lots mm-hmm. of pictures of uh, Jenny Hermoso in her Tigress kit pop up on my for you. See, that's that's good. Who doesn't want to see that? Well, I don't think, does she not play for them anymore? I think she joined someone else. Is she, well, I mean, all I've seen her in, is in this, this yellow Tigris kit. Oh, maybe maybe not... that's her new team. I yeah. don't know. I can't remember. She did move to a different Mexican team. I know that much. Oh, okay. So, yes, I'm, I'm getting lots of those. Weirdly, I'm getting quite a lot of 9-11 pictures as well. I don't know why that's the case. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that seems to be my four years. it wasn't an inside job. No, I know. <laughs> can I tell you what my... Um, <laughs> Can I tell you what my for you search thing is? It, you know, the sort of things it shows me. So yeah. it's Jenny Hermoso, cricket, 9-11, uh, the Japanese tsunami, and Emily oh, Blunt. <laughs> I don't How know. Are all these things connected? I have no idea. I can what see where the... I can see where the Jenny Hermoso things come from because I follow the Mexican ladies team, like I say, but I don't know where any of the others have come from. This is like the the Sesame Street song. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> God, Jesse, uh, Jesse, have you got your phone there with you now? Oh, you're talking on your phone, aren't you? I'm talking. Yeah. Oh, Emma, are you yeah, talking on your phone? I am not. Go on then. Open up your Instagram. What's on your search bar? The for you recommended. Wait, where do I don't where do I have that? Well, you would do, yeah, on Instagram. No, I've got. I think a, mine is mostly in. just like puppies. Yeah, mine's just like animals and food. Okay. Hold on, I'm searching. For you. Yeah, mine, I need to figure out how to change this just because it makes me sad. It's a lot of, like, rescue animals and, like, this cute puppy needs a home and all of this. Mine's all otters. I get otters, too. Oh, my God, I get otters, too. Yeah. Did you see the otter putting stones in its pocket? Oh, they're so cute. They're, like, they're such amazing creatures. I love them. Then I get, okay, I get vegan food. Here's vegan pasta. Here's Spurs. More puppies. Here's Ange. Oh, my God, here's Cavani. And here's more puppies. So I've got Emily Blunt, the construction of the World Trade Center, Liam Liam Gallagher, some cricket, and the tsunamis, a bit of Jurgen Klopp, another tsunami. Oh, and the explosion in Beirut. What on earth is wrong with my feet? <laughs> okay, so my favorite things to watch are and read are about cults and plagues. And mm-hmm. my brother made me, when you could still share Netflix, he made me create an entirely separate <laughs> profile. He's like, you are ruining my algorithm. It keeps showing me documentaries on cults. Yeah. <laughs> Mine does that too because I went through a real... Uh, long period of watching true crime stuff uh, and like all it is now is that and i'm like but i just i don't i don't want to watch this now <laughs> yeah like sometimes i just want a baking show totally yeah this time has passed can i just yeah. like watch queer eye i'm i'm good yeah, there needs to be more i already i like ran through this season 
I can't believe Bobby's leaving. He's I'm like so the upset. best the one. one. <laughs> I can. Karamo's there just to make people cry. He literally yeah. just emotionally manipulates people. Little puppy Anthony is just like, let's chop parsley. He's too cute. I want to be best friends with Jonathan. Mm-hmm. But I want Bobby to design my entire life. I feel like Bobby does all of the work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he does all of the work. And I just... Chris, do you watch Queer Eye? No. Oh, I'm afraid Chris. not. I'm afraid I don't. It's so good. And then I watched Queer Eye Brazil, which is also how I remembered that I'm not fluent in Portuguese, and they're amazing too. Oh, don't <laughs> um, Back to Barcelona, ladies. I'm afraid that was my fault, that mm-hmm. diversion. So, uh, okay, so, yeah. Yes, let's go back there. I go back there. So, you, when was the Champions League final lost against... Was it Leon you lost to in the final? Yeah. So, uh, when was that? Not was that? last season, but the season before. Okay, so how have you rebuilt since then to become this powerhouse that you seem to be in the group stages now? Um, There was just a couple of intelligent signings, like signing Kira Walsh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, She's fantastic. I love oh, her. Um, and they've they've gone with like uh, like playing some of the younger girls, which is also a great thing. But they didn't really have to do anything because up until that final, they'd won every game. <laughs> so like it's not like they needed a there was a big job. But the manager is leaving at the end of the season. He announced. So I don't know where they're gonna go with that. I hope they appoint a woman. <laughs> Just, just because that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Is it? Um, sorry, I take it's a man managing at the moment. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, he's not evil, as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good to know. He doesn't make them sleep with their door open, or, <laughs> you know, any of that shit. Um, he's a good guy, I think. But yeah, he said he was leaving, so I don't know. Okay. Um, other fixtures are there this week. So Chelsea beat Real Madrid 2-1. And they're three points clear of Hakan uh, on 11 points. Um, poor old uh, Sam Poulton. They lost 7-0 to Lyon. Uh, and PSG beat Ajax 3-1. Um, Real Madrid are bottom of their group. Are they not very good, their ladies' team? Or are they, no, uh, they suck. Do they? <laughs> okay. Like, we beat them in uh, the Copa. Uh, I think it was 5-1. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of weeks ago, they're they're not great. They, I mean, their team is pretty new. Oh, okay. Um, in the grand scheme of things, because they did not care about women, obviously. Um, yeah, I know, right? Um, so they they've got a long way to go, but they're not great. <laughs> okay. Which pleases me. <laughs> Can't imagine. <laughs> um, right, bits and bobs of leagues. So, um, in Spain, Girona top on fifty two points. Then it's Real Madrid fifty one. Barcelona 44, Atleti on 41 mm. points. Uh, so it's Barcelona, Villarreal, Celta versus... I don't think you need to put us in the equation anymore. <laughs> I think we're good. I always read out the teams in the top four of the Champions League places. So, yeah, you're still there for a little bit. Uh, Celta versus Girona, Las Palmas versus Real Madrid, uh, and Atleti versus um, Valencia. There was a uh, Madrid derby this week, was there, Emma? Copa del Rey. Copa del Rey. Okay, so, uh, no, what happened there? wait, that wasn't this week. They already lost, didn't they? Oh, I thought there was lots of people... T- oh, no, what was the game? It was Athletic, wasn't it? Because um, yeah. Inaki Williams... Well, back from... to Athletic Club, yeah, because both Williams have scored, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I love them. And I just, it makes me feel so good after um, Inaki and Afcon. Yeah. yeah. He, he yeah. came back and played, and I think that was his first game, and he was like, 
No, I wasn't the problem. They were the problem. Yeah. I've got to be honest. I did I watch. I did watch Ghana play, and he did seem to be somewhat of a problem. No, he's never. How a dare you? Uh, well, <laughs> he's perfect. Is he? <laughs> yes. Okay, my Ghanaian friend. My Ghanaian friend doesn't agree with you. <laughs> I, I look. That was Barcelona's probably only chance of winning a trophy this season, but. I am happy for Athletic Club. I love the Williamses, and I want good things for them. And honestly, we don't deserve good things right now. So oh, okay. it's fine. Okay, okay. Uh, in Italy, Juventus are top on 52 points. I think they played a game more uh, than Inter on 51. AC Milan, 45, and Fiorentina, 34. So Juventus play Empoli. Milan play Bologna. So uh, just to talk about how close Italy is... Um, Fiorentina in the last Champions League place on 34 points. They're in fourth place. Bologna um, are on 32 points, but they're all the way oh, down in seventh. Bologna. They're managed by Tiago Mata, right? Yes. He is apparently linked with the Barcelona job. Oh, and how do you feel about that? Uh, well, he used to play for us, so there's that. I mean, lots of people used to play for you. Not all of them were good, <laughs> good managers. But, yeah, I was going to ask you because I don't really watch much Italian football. I was, I don't know much about Bologna. Well, so I, it seems like he's doing an okay job. I think he has been doing an okay job. I haven't seen an awful lot this season either, myself, unfortunately. So no, I, I can only blag no you so far. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We needed Scott back for that. Um, I know. I know. Uh, so, I'll ask him. Yeah, you ask him. So, uh, yeah, on, so Fiorentina are on 34 points in fourth place. So um, in seventh, only two points behind is Bologna on 32, and they're away to Milan. And it's Fiorentina versus Inter. And then, just as a quick note, just to talk about, again, how close it is. Um, Lazio play Napoli. So Lazio are on sixth place on 33 points. Napoli all the way down in ninth. But they've got 31 points. They're only three points behind fourth. So that spot for the last Champions League place, it's quite congested. And there's a lot of competition for it. So watch this space on that one. Uh, in the Bundesliga, Bayer Leverkusen with future Liverpool manager are on 48 points. Then it's Bayern Munich on 44. Uh, Stuttgart on 34. Are you trying to manifest it? <laughs> like speak it into the universe? It might happen. It's got to happen, exactly. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> Then Stuttgart, 34 points. RB Leipzig, 33. So it's Bayer Leverkusen on, um, versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. Augsburg versus Bayern. Stuttgart versus RB Leipzig. Uh, in France. PSG on 43 points. In second, it's Nice, and third is Brest. I oh. was, you know, we said yeah. giggle, and, yep. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah, we knew it was Oh, coming. come on. I got through the Virgin Islands without making a joke. I mean, at least give me this. Um, so, PSG on 43 points, Nice on 35, Brest on 34, so they're rubbing close together. Uh, and Monaco oh, are on... No. <laughs> no. Monaco are on 33. So it's PSG versus Brest, Nice versus Metz, Marseille versus Monaco. Uh, elsewhere around the world, it's the Adriatic Derby Sorry, in Croatia. I don't think you said the word Brest enough. You wanted to say it more. <laughs> Tell me about your favourite club, Brest. <laughs> uh, in Croatia, it's the Adriatic Derby as uh, Rijeka play Hajduk Split. Um, oh, I've got a question a second about that. Uh, in Australia, it is a double bill of the... Uh, the Big Blue, uh, Melbourne Victory versus Sydney FC for the men and the women. I think the women have played yet, but the men drew 1-1. And back in El Salvador, it is the Clásico Joven, J-O-V-E-N. Joven. Sorry? Mm -hmm. young, young people. Young. Means Yo young. Joven. Straight, that, that's it. it just but like, like it, um, 
It's like an oh, H man. in the back of your throat. Okay. Uh, and that's Alianza versus our old friends, uh, Luis Hangel Firpo from last week. How did I do? It's not bad. I don't know. Emma, what, how many points should we give him? Uh, why he said breast too much. Sorry. Fair enough. Um, yeah, just sticking your thinking caps on. Uh, somebody tweeted yesterday. Um, what is the club, the European club you can think of? Um, that bear with me. I tell you what, I'll try and find it. Just have, just imagine some elevator music for the moment because I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go Jesse, shall we talk about breasts? <laughs> I was actually maybe going to ask you if we wanted to talk about cake. <laughs> actually, no. Here we go. I found it. Okay. So, question. Uh. What European club that you would expect sporadically to win their national title are you surprised to find out haven't done for ages? And I replied saying Hajduk Split because they've not won the Croatian top flight since 2005. Anyone jump out at the top of you? At the top I'm of your heads? I didn't say breasts. You had the perfect <laughs> um, Do Rosenberg still win their league all the time? I don't know. I mean, possibly. I, I can have a look. I also thought Marseille as well. I don't think of them as being winners. <laughs> Marseille, do you know? I mean, they're sort of yeah, chaos, yeah. yeah. But they, I mean... Like for a while. Would you say they're the biggest club in France? No. No? No. No. Marseille, no. I mean... Honestly, probably not... Lyon. Oh, yeah, okay. That's fine. Lyon haven't won it since about 2007, have they? Yeah. Also, I don't think of those as winners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Jesse, any answer from you? Um... I'm just trying to think of teams that I used to see in the Champions League all the time and I don't anymore. Oh, that's a good, yeah. That's why I think of Rosenberg. Liverpool. But I just think <laughs> that they changed the rules so they don't qualify. Yeah. Um, I'm now, of course, thinking of the ones that have won because that's <laughs> the way my brain. Olympiacos. Okay. Yeah. Let me just see what Fenerbahce. some of the... I don't know. I'm, I'm... I have a um, a Pavlovan response to Fenerbahce. You know the song Ferrant Jacka? Uh, yes, right. it's French. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> for... No, I always, I always either think Granite Jacka or Fenerbahce. <laughs> Granite Jacka works yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, some answers were uh, Panathinaikos won two league titles since 1996. AEK Athens, someone said. Mm -hmm. Someone replied saying it's Tottenham too easy. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, uh, Gothenburg haven't won since 2007. Dinamo Bucharest, um, half the Bundesliga. Somebody else replied. So there we go. Liverpool. Liverpool. That very day. It's only four years. <laughs> Long four years though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah, there you go. Um, I thought that might be uh, quite interesting. Um, Emma, will there be some cup sets this weekend in the FA oh. Cup? <laughs> so uh what do we got we got Watford versus Southampton Blackburn versus Wrexham um AFC Bournemouth they, they played yesterday they beat Swansea 5-0 uh West that Brom that wasn't a cup set West Brom versus Wolves this is probably the tie of the round actually because uh, they are very very fierce rivals hmm? this is why I don't enjoy cup football <laughs> Well, I mean, personally for me, because they they are very big local rivals. They are each other's biggest oh, okay. enemy. Uh, Bristol City, Nottingham Forest, Leicester, Birmingham, Sheffield Wednesday, Coventry. My friend is at right now. Uh, Chelsea, Aston Villa, which I think is going on now. 
Uh, Ipswich Maidstone. <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> uh, versus Norwich. Uh, Spurs Man City is going on now, isn't it, ladies? It is. Yes. What's the score? 0-0. Uh, Everton, Luton, Newport, Manchester United. Newport of League 2, so that's the fourth tier. Uh, and Shepherd United versus Brighton and Fulham versus Newcastle. Where are we going to be turning our telly boxes onto this weekend for these games? Well, Emma's going to be watching all of them. I know that right now. <laughs> uh, yes, I will be watching all of them. Are you not interested in Newport, Manchester United? No. <laughs> I'm really not. No. no. Even though they're sort of like, you know, Manchester United aren't doing very well. They're away at a lower league ground. Potential for and a... I hope that the little team wins. I really, truly do. But That's like the only fun of these cups. Yeah. And it just doesn't happen all the time or enough for me to think, you know what, I'm going to give that a go. Okay, if you... I sort of alluded to this before a couple of times. So in cup games, you share the gate receipts. Um, so Newport County in the... Uh, in the League 2 obviously they don't get a huge attendance figures um, and so could really do with the money so if you're the manager of uh, or maybe the owner of Newport County would you want to beat Manchester United um, in the first game or would you like to pay for a sneakily draw go to Manchester United with its 70,000 seats or Old Trafford and take a nice juicy share of those gate receipts there well yeah that's probably the ideal situation for them right yeah. they get their money for their home game and then an away game. Yes. But you know what we do in Spain now in the Copa del Rey when mm-hmm. since they changed it in 2020. If you are the lowest ranked team, mm-hmm. you are automatically drawn at home. Good. Mm. So why don't you guys do that? That makes so much sense. I think the Coupe de France have something similar. Teams would be at home and it'd be good for them. Yes, I think Coupe de France have something similar as well. Barcelona were away at Athletic Club, just so y'all know. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, well, it doesn't work out all the time. <laughs> I think it stops after a certain point, honestly. But, yeah, but if, like, for our first two cup games, because we were playing teams in, like, lower than we are currently, yeah. um, we were away because the little teams get the home advantage and money that way. So... I think you, that would be good for your cup competition. I think it would. Um, so that brings us to the end of our... Oh, um, James Madison might be back for the Spurs game. Is he playing? He's sitting on the bench. He's sitting on the bench. Yay! But also De Bruyne is warming up, so like... Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. To be fair, I mean, you've got no one to blame but yourselves because this the draw for this round of the cup was made by Spurs legend Gary Mabbott who, as somebody on another podcast pointed out earlier on, it, it wouldn't be the first time he's sabotaged Spurs' chances in the uh, oh, in the FA Cup. Beautiful. Emma, he scored an own goal in the 1987 Cup final, which was the winning goal for the other team. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, he's got a history of shooting his own team in the foot. <laughs> um, so there we go. He needs a uh, cup run anyway, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can be really nice and just let City have it to feel better about themselves. <laughs> um, right, that brings to the end of uh, things. I've got to talk about any of the business for anybody? Things you've got to talk about. I've got nothing else to talk yes. about. What is your favourite German cake? Uh, Black Forest Gatto. Good answer. Is it? Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I'm not a very sweetie food person. I'm much for savoury. Oh, well, we're kicking you out of the club. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> Honestly, I'd prefer a sausage roll to a cake. Mm, Emma? Yeah. That sounds so Brexit, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's out of the club. <laughs> Never mind. Um, right, guys, I think... Uh, I think... Dave and Simon and... Oh, God, Chris and Carl. I haven't done this for... No, I know. I haven't done this for a few weeks. I hear it going through your own <laughs> There were cogs wearing. I think they're going to be back next week to review the games that we've been previewing. Possibly. Uh, depends on whether they can be bothered to rouse themselves for a cup game. I think they probably feel the same way that Emma does. Um, so they might not be back, but uh, guys. wonderful boys. Yeah, they're wonderful boys. Yeah, guys, thank you ever so much. Thank you, Emma. You're welcome. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. And always remember to keep your man on the post.